0: From the Carter Subaru Studios. This is the G and Ursula Show with G
1: Scott and Ursula Voite. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. And thank you for listening to the G and Ursula Show. Good morning to you, Ursula.
2: Good morning, G. Happy Tuesday to all of you. We have another absolutely packed show. Yesterday, you and I kept saying it went so fast. And it was because of our wonderful audience participation. So let's do it two days in a row. How's that? Uh-huh. Our Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line is 888 973 5476 888 cairo If you're not much of a texter, that's okay. We just love it when you are along with us for the ride. And we'll try to make sure that you are updated on all the news of the day by the time you are done listening to this show.
1: All right, let's get to it. Top Stories of the Day brought to you by WayScar40, Suzu and Auburn.
2: Natural gas would not be an option for any new homes or buildings in Washington under a bill that has now passed the state house in Olympia. That bill actually failed to clear the legislature last year, but a slightly revised version is now getting a second look. If passed, it would immediately ban bigger energy companies like Puget Sound Energy, from running new natural gas lines to residential and commercial construction with limited exceptions. House Democrat Christine Reeves of Federal Way supports it. I think we can do the and both of tackling climate change and doing it through a poverty reduction lens. Republican opponents including Mike Voles of Spokane Valley argue that limiting or restricting natural gas is ludicrous when utilities are already struggling to meet demand.
1: When we talk about electrifying the the grid and And we're going to rely on electricity to run these heat pumps, which often fail when it gets below freezing.
2: So originally, gee, the bill also required major suppliers to stop providing natural gas to existing customers by 2050, but that part has been taken out.
1: Look, I, I ain't going to lie to you. I didn't go to school for this stuff. I can't tell you the differences all the time between gas and electric. I don't know what's better for you. I can only just go off what the experts say. However, I do remember on January 12th. In January 12th, what happened was is 260,000 customers were alerted by P- PSC to said, hey, I need you guys to scale it back a little bit, make some adjustments adjustments. adjustments, okay, because we need a little help. We need your effort and participation to not use as much things because that will help us out in what's going on. So when you have events like that happen where PSC reaches out to 260,000 people saying, hey, we need your help, that tells me that they aren't all the way ready for a complete electric deal. So that's all I got on this topic. I can't really give you any further information.
2: Well, you're exactly right on that part. I mean, I just was chuckling that in the middle of a historically cold stretch of weather, we were being asked to conserve energy because uh, we might end up having some big problems in terms of how much the uh, grid can can withstand. So imagine what would happen if everyone was forced to use electricity to heat water and heat their homes. Um it's not surprising that a bunch of people are fighting this. The Building Industry Association of Washington is fighting the move. They are saying that removing natural gas will cause our electrical grid to fail. So they, along with a bunch of trade associations, unions, businesses, and homeowners, are part of this lawsuit last year to stop the effort to ban natural gas. My reaction, even though with our remodel, we just switched over to electricity, we can you know, and and... I live in the city of Seattle, so uh, these moves have already been happening in terms of making it hard to put natural gas in. So, I I mean, I am a fan of using electricity, but my question is, uh, why do we have to always go so extreme? Like, why do we have to ban it? Why not encourage people to move? Off of natural gas, if you think, I mean, and by the way, wasn't it President Obama who was actually encouraging national uh, natural gas production and he was taking credit for the emission reductions that it produced when substituting for coal? So I think the jury is out uh, when it comes to you know, is it that bad? and we have a large supply of natural gas it's it's relatively cheap. so I understand why people are reluctant to give it up.
0: as for why. I remember when this came up last year, and I had to look up why are they doing this, and there are studies that find that nearly 13% of childhood asthma cases in the United States are caused by natural gas stoves. Now, Ursula, why are we going so extreme? Who are the people that are pitching this and trying to sell the voters of Washington on it? Or are they just going to push it? Because what's happening right now is, is, down in Olympia, you just hear the words green, and climate change. Yes. And, and then a huge sweeping bill. But there's no lawmaker who's actually trying to explain why it's necessary to the public, what it could cost them, what the benefits are. And I think we kind of deserve to be looped in.
2: Yeah, I, I think so, too. I don't think that they've done a good enough job trying to educate all of us in terms of why it, it, it is such a necessity to have all or nothing. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I, I'm I'm not a big fan I, and I agree with those who are saying like whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I
1: will I will say um on this topic and I I, I I gotta laugh at myself because <laughs> I wonder if I would have Said because my only point to this is what happened on January 12th, right? I can only refer to that specific example. And I wonder if that didn't just happen. I wonder if I would weigh in on this topic. I wonder if my point would be like, hey, at least they're trying to slowly do this. Hey, at least they're saying, hey, they're not slowly doing it. I mean, they're not taking away your stuff. They're basically saying uh, for for homes built uh, June thirtieth of two thousand twenty three and beyond, they're asking for that part to be electric, and then they're also making concessions for you know medical accommodations and different things like that. So, I wonder if I would have taken that approach instead of right now. I'm just like, yo, I'm referring to January twelfth.
2: Yeah, but you, uh, but you rightly refer to January twelfth because look what happened. Uh, and I mean. This could happen quite often, quite frankly, uh, and we're not prepared. Okay, another top story. Seattle Mayor Bruce Harrell has issued a hiring freeze now as his office faces a nearly $230 million budget shortfall next year. Uh, The only exceptions would be in public safety. The city is still going to hire police officers and firefighters. The mayor has also asked all city departments to tighten their budgets and review any projects over $1 million. The Seattle Times reports this budget hole is the result of declining tax revenues from commercial real estate, higher labor costs and uh, all those federal pandemic dollars going away. So the question is, do you look for more cuts within your city department or more revenue, a.k.a. new taxes? And will the new city council and the mayor be on the same page?
1: Well, I'm answering the article an article that stands out to me is this, is the part where they ask for the city departments, which I would assume would be department heads, when they said, review the scope of any projects over a million dollars. So that sounds to me like, hey, department heads, I need a list of things that you would probably cut. That stands out to me. So all the department heads, you got a job to do. Also in this whole thing that really stands out to me, the biggest thing that stands out because they exclude on these budget cuts is uh, I think they said SPD, Seattle Police Department Department, firefighters, and all those things. I find it interesting that there's a part of the department that is over budgeted and still can't meet their hiring goals, right? But that place, that department right there is excluded. They are the department that can't figure out how to hire the positions in which things are being budgeted for, but they are excluded from any types of cuts in this conversation. I find that very, very interesting. As for everything else, I think it's understandable, because we do, I will agree, there's probably a lot of things and a lot of uh, projects that have been put together with really not much thought to them, and then it's probably going to have to come to where they're going to have to take those away. That's what I found interesting about this article.
2: Well, My thought is, before you ask for even more money from taxpayers, and by the way, a spokesperson for the mayor says new revenue is not off the table, so, I mean... Great. Uh, The mayor and the city council need to do a lot better with the current budget and expenditures. So remember, uh, according to the Downtown Seattle Association, 54 percent of downtown based city employees were back. uh, Not city employees, but just downtown based employees were back in the office as of last summer. But I want to take you back to what Mayor Harrell said during his State of the City address way back in February of 2022.
1: As the Omicron wave begins to crest, and with over 90% of Seattle residents having received at least one dose of the vaccine, a renewed focus on return and recovery has become even more essential. That includes city employees, our own return to the office. In mid-March, we will bring back those employees who have been working from home.
2: But that return to office full-time has been met with a lot of pushback from city employees who... I mean, understandably, many of them enjoy the convenience of working from home. There are nearly 6,000 city of Seattle workers. They're represented by 11 different unions. Uh, The last word from the mayor was that 98% of city workers were working at least two days a week in the office. Now, my question is, has that improved? Are there still people holding out from returning full time? Does the city need the same level of employment? And I'm not a big proponent of proposing that people lose their jobs, but everyone's doing budget tightening. And before you ask voters to, or uh, residents to cough up some more money, my question is, are you doing everything you can to maximize the budget that you have? And I'm not convinced that the answer is yes. In the past few years, Kent has seen a big increase in murders, aggravated assaults and other serious crimes. Mayor Dana Ralph says Kent has depleted its resources uh, in addressing all these uh, crimes. And she supports a bill that would authorize cities and counties to increase the sales tax by 0.3 percent to pay for more cops and other criminal justice needs. We've invested in alternative responses, community court, body cameras and more. But we are at the end of what we can do with our existing resources. So, uh, if this bill is approved, counties would have the option to impose that tax first before the cities could approve the tax increase up to that 0.3% level. And this would be a temporary sales tax increase. It would expire at the end of 2026.
1: You want to know what two words that are used all the time to cover and cover all of the reasons as to say no to it? Public safety. When public safety comes up, and then shortly after public safety comes up, they'll start bringing up the murder rate and how that's increased, and they'll start talking about crime, which (laughs) it reminds me of when we're talking about the legalization of prostitution and then someone brings into the argument, well, what about the trafficking? Okay. There's nothing you can really say after those things. We are so used to being taxed. We talked about this yesterday on the show. Every single day, there is a new tax for this, a new tax for that, tax here, tax there, all the time. You know we need to start making popular? How about um, (laughs) salary cuts? How about that? How about we do some salary cuts in the city and local government? How about that? Because... Meemaw and Papa, that works at this small company over there, when their company is struggling with their budget, they get laid off or their salary gets deducted. I want to see more of that. I'm sick and tired of you asking the public, in which we wonder why the state of Washington, oh, we're number two, we're not number one anymore. Yeah. We're numbered, uh, we're, we're the worst in the country. Only Florida being worse, the most regressive tax state in the country. It's because of consistently a new tax, a new tax, a new tax. Again, why don't we make it popular to cut some salaries? I'm tired of all y'all over budget folks out here making $300,000. And you have no clue about what the folks, the common folks here are here struggling. Can't buy a home. Can't hardly buy gas. Can't buy groceries. But, oh, ladies and gentlemen, here goes another tax.
2: (laughs) Well, speaking of salaries, last May, the Kent Police Department announced that their police department was actually fully staffed after they hired a record 38 officers in 2022. But they had to cough up a lot of money for that the year previous. So they gave police officers a 16% raise and officers with five years experience now make $105,000 a year, not counting overtime.
1: We became overnight the highest paid department in the state.
2: Uh, So that is Kent chief of police, Rafael Padilla, speaking to King five news at the time. He said that the state needs to help fund local law enforcement. But if this bill is approved again, the, uh, this would uh, result in cities, And uh, counties actually brunting that, uh, uh, carrying the the, the weight of that tax. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, that would be... I mean, mean,
1: the thing is, is nobody's going to say no to it. People are going to say no to it because they're going to be like, no, public safety. So what do you mean, G, you don't want to say yes to something like that? Are you saying that you don't want to be safe? Is that what you're saying? You know you need to pay this
0: tax. I don't want to pay 11% sales tax because if Linwood takes this up, I live right next door to Linwood, Linwood be at 10.9% sales tax. Nearly 11%. But, gee, you're right. Voters do clamor for this. Back in November, voters in Thurston County approved a 0.2% sales tax increase. 75% of that was for the sheriff's department to hire more deputies, which the sheriff down there, uh, Derek Sanders, he declared a staffing emergency, said we need more right. sales tax dollars. The problem is there were 20 vacancies out of 56 positions in the sheriff's department. They had the existing budget. They still haven't. And voters already said, go ahead, raise our taxes, more money, more cops.
2: Yeah, because if you're going to be warning that crime you know, is up and you're looking at a budget deficit and the possibility of uh, no one wants to cut
1: from those departments. Okay, You know what was crazy, too? I wanted to say one more thing since we're talking about salaries, (laughs) right? Everybody talking about, oh, bring the office workers back to work. Bring them back to work. Uh Some of these folks that's making these crazy inflated salaries don't even go in but two days a week, right? They're not even going into the office all the time.
2: Yeah, and my question is, again, if they don't need to be there and you're not noticing that they're – Basically, doing other things. Okay. And I don't mean that everybody. I know that there are people who are working remotely who work very hard and are very productive. Okay. If that's you, this is not about you. But you know, there are people, you know, within your office who are working two or three days from home still. And you know, those two or three days. Mm. Whatever they're doing there at home yeah. could be consolidated into a half day.
1: No question. Two hundred six says that's right, G. I'd love for you to delve into the difference, the city uh, salaries and jobs around around this area. I just want to uh, admit something to you guys. I came in this morning in a very good mood, and let me no, no. I'm going to tell you what happened. So I'm preparing for the show, and we got to this specific <laughs> article right here, this topic. And what happened was, is I went down a rabbit hole on what were salaries. You so oh, whose salaries were you looking? at? No, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Well, give but me some I, types of salaries. Or types I mean, of- for example, like let's just say that you're in the, your job is like I am one of the directors of the homelessness, and I'm going to be helping out in this department in this department. And so the reason that you, if you guys are hearing like G seems like he's in a bad mood today, <laughs> this is the reason why. I'm, I don't know. I'm not even exaggerating. I am in a very bad mood because I'm going down rabbit holes on these salaries. And I'm going down rabbit holes on these salaries. And these are the people that come up with reasons as to why you, the person who can barely afford to get groceries, yeah. gas, should and all those more. things, should pay more in your sales tax. But, but 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 gee, why don't you be quiet? And somebody will say, Gee, why don't you give up some of your salary? Yeah, ask the guy in the private sector to give up some of his salary. All I'm saying is, is I'm sick and tired of the overinflated salary of folks that don't even have to go to the office but two to three days a week, and we wonder why a lot of things aren't getting done in city and county. You want to know why? Because people hardly work. Now, somebody in city and county is going to write in and say, "Gee, what are you talking about? Go ahead and test me. Go ahead and test me. Bring your name on. Come on to the show, and let's find out what you do for a living. All right, I apologize. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm no. I'm seriously. I'm now I'm seriously dying to find out
2: whose salary did you look at? <laughs> uh, I mean, names.
1: <laughs> no, then you, Positions. It, then, you, then you make it personal. No, man, I don't want to do that. What's next on the show? Coming up next on the show, uh, Kate Stone is going to come in and talk about the, how to prevent your employer from tracking you. Oh, <laughs> Lord have mercy! <laughs> it is the G and show.
2: To the G and Ursula show. It is a feisty Tuesday morning. You okay, bud?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. Um, When people try to take what I say as if I'm demonizing any government employees, let me be crystal clear about something. I'm not demonizing anyone specific, I am demonizing the system that continues to ask the average person in this state to pay more that's what i'm demonizing yeah. i don't like that and i'm never going to like that so this isn't personal towards government officials politicians or anything like that i just i have been one who am i'm constantly caring about the person that is barely making it to get by.
2: Well, I'll, I'll take some of the blame if it if it sounds like that. Uh, I guess I am taking to task those who are still getting a full-time paycheck and still working part-time. If that's not you and you work for the government, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about those who I know, sadly, because I have many friends who work in government, uh, city and county, who tell me about what is going on. And so and, and I know, gee, you the same uh, down in Pierce County. So we're talking not just because we we want to target any certain uh, entity. Exactly. But yeah, not by any stretch. But. I mean, basically, it's if you keep asking us for money, first of all, turn the mirror on and and, and ask, are you doing everything that you can
1: to save money? Before you're asking the people for money.
2: Exactly. Okay, so if your romantic partner or employer is tracking you with an AirTag, what can you do? Our reporter Kate Stone has been looking into this because there have been two... Stalking cases out of Renton Involving AirTags
3: Yeah, exactly Renton police have warned people That they have two recent cases Of people being tracked with Apple AirTags Which they were released in 2021 You can get them for about $30 Or a four pack for $100 They're very popular because They can help you pinpoint things Like lost luggage, lost keys Those types of things And what it does is It essentially is a tracker That tells you where it is And you can use your phone But some people have been using Using it to actually track other people. There was actually a case in 2022 where two women in Northern California actually sued Apple because they had Apple AirTags put in their luggage. Uh, by former romantic partners, and Renton police say one of these situations that they investigated was a domestic disturbance, two people involved in a relationship, the air tag was attached to a vehicle, and the other one was an employment situation where a company had an air tag attached to a vehicle in order to track a former employee. Now, we didn't get any more details on that, but that one sounds very interesting, but Essentially, what they're saying that you can do about this is when AirTags first came out, there wasn't really a way for people to detect ones that may not be compatible with their software, as in AirTags that were not theirs. But Apple and Google have since teamed up. There were also a lot of complaints that Android users could not track these AirTags either because they don't have an Apple phone. But Apple and Google have now teamed up to essentially upgrade the software to prevent exactly what is happening in these cases so what happens for apple if you turn on your location services or find my iphone it will send an alert to a phone to notify the user that there's an air tag moving with that person including ones that are not compatible with your software, and it can emit a sound so that you can find it more easily. And Android users, they've actually developed what's called the Tracker Detect app, and we actually have the link on the article on My Northwest. And Samsung has also partnered with them to work on uh, the simil- a similar kind of app for other tracking products like Tile, Chipolo, Pebblebee. And anyone who finds an unwanted AirTag, that is actually illegal. So you should definitely call the police department if that happens.
2: OK, I'm going to just act naive right now and let's go with AirTag. What are they used for and... um. How big of a problem is this now where yeah, people exactly. are using it for stocking?
3: Yeah, they're about the size of a quarter. And like I said, some people put them in their luggage, like if they're flying on a plane sure. and, and their luggage gets lost, then they can find it again. Some people who are very absent minded, like myself, they put it on their keys, that kind of thing, so that they can always find things like that. But again, people have now been buying them and using them to attach to other people's purses, person, vehicle, in order to travel their movements essentially like when you share your location on a phone right. with somebody
2: is there any way to know that someone is doing that to you
3: yeah exactly that's uh, that's what i was just mentioning there is actually now if you the apple has the find my iphone app or uh feature that they've actually upgraded so that you can actually detect air any air tag in your vicinity and if it's not yours then it'll start emitting a sound where you can locate it, whether it's in your vehicle or your bag or anything like that.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess it would be uh, not cool to be just riding around your car and then all of a sudden you're being tracked by one of your lovers. I mean, well, you should only have one, so lover. And then, uh, you know, if you're an employer, you know, tracking you to see. Why is an employer tracking you like that?
3: That's a great question. We did ask Renton Police. They didn't have a lot of details on that one.
2: Yeah, and, and what, so what, what was the resolution of these two cases out of Renton?
3: Well, one of them has been forwarded uh, for charges to the King County Prosecutor's Office, and the other one is still under investigation, so... I just but it is illegal.
2: Ch- chalk it up to yet one more thing you need to worry about. Yeah. Who's tracking you? You think a long live market or air <laughs> tag in the Subaru? That's not happening. <laughs> 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 no. Kate, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and Kate's story is on MyNorthwest.com.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, air tags and stuff. I, I, look, uh, I still haven't gotten it yet. I've been planning on. It. I was gonna. I wanted to throw one in my luggage. That was one. I wanted to throw one in my wallet. That was another. You want to know why I haven't gotten it yet? Because they're like seventy something bucks for four of them, and I thought that's too expensive. So that's why I haven't.
0: Gotten that's too one. expensive to track your stolen car. <laughs>
2: I, I, this is coming from the guy who spends
0: I know. I know. <laughs>
2: like probably yeah. ten times yeah. that
1: on a pair of shoes. You know what's interesting about our text line? And the, the reason why I learn stuff every day? So we had the top topic about, you know, all the, the spending and, and working for city and county governments and stuff like that. And all the asks for more taxes. Yeah. Isn't it interesting that we keep having now the listeners text in and tell us stories now? Like they are literally telling us yes. stories. Confirming what, Confirming what we saying. Confirming what we are saying. But yes. like People that work. Used to work there, have a family member that worked there, and they're telling us specific stories
0: about, about this. Can I just say one thing about that? <laughs> is there anything different about government work than private companies? Because I think most people in private companies could probably look around the office and oh. say the same thing.
2: 100%. Heck, yeah. 100%. No, David, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no. I, I think the difficulty is that this
0: not not our money
2: these government exactly it's not our money and these government entities are asking us for more money to cover
1: what's going on big difference hey uh coming up next when's the last time you've been to the mall do you still go to the mall do you like going to the mall well we're gonna tell you in a 2023 survey what gen z prefers so nick The people actually care about what your generation thinks. We're going to the mall? Yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. We'll discuss that next. Geneva show good morning everybody are you going to the mall well malls right now are making a comeback from the pandemic according to the LA Times and Nick and his friends with Gen Z that's largely responsible for the return to in-person shopping at the mall a 2023 survey cited by the Times finds that Gen Z prefers in-person shopping as much if not more than shopping online And a business professor at USC says for a digitally savvy generation that's used to having things immediately that they can download, access and watch the immediacy of touching, trying out and buying products might be what's driving them to physical stores. And Ursula, I do want to admit something to you right now. It was two weeks ago that Lillian and I were in Bellevue and we wanted to go to the uh, Bellevue Square, go to the mall. Mm -hmm. And by the way. I like going to that mall. I'll have to be honest. But there's one particular store that we go to. And we like Zara. And if anybody listening, you guys have been to Zara. Zara is one of those places that it is better to shop in the store than it is online. You just online, you don't really know what you're really getting. But in that place, by the way, Zara is always packed. Outside of that, your boy is not going to the mall. It is just exhausting. especially.
2: A lot of men don't like going to the mall. For summer. And that well, is a sweeping statement that yeah, I recognize, but a lot of men. I believe I'm on uh, it. On yeah, one. and a
1: lot of men also like wearing the same things all the time, too. So I'm not <laughs> in that category. I'm actually a yeah, shopper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you but are. what's frustrating me, Ursula, is when you go to the mall, I don't know if this has ever happened, you go to the mall and you want to find something. You're like, hey, do you have this in this side? They're like, oh, no, we don't have that. But we do have it online.
2: That does happen because they have limited floor space, and, um, but I am still, yes, yeah. I, and no, I, I'm not yet a baby boomer, but um, on the cusp, and yes, I am someone who has always enjoyed going to the mall. I look at it as um, an activity to get out of the house. It's not just only about shopping. It's also about people watching.
1: You like to go to the mall to people watch?
2: Sure. Why, why do you look at me like that? Oh, you also like, like to go to Vegas and people watch.
1: I, I mean, I like to people watch. Yeah. I, no, I do that. Yeah. I'm not frowning at you
0: yeah.
2: on
1: that. Yeah. I just don't yeah. see going I, to the mall to do that. Like, I want to get in and get out. You like to get in there and lounge around and well, hang out you, in those <laughs> chairs and get the massage massage chairs and stuff? I'm thinking of my last mall experience, which was actually South
2: Center Mall just last weekend. I met a a friend there for dinner. You can say who it is. I love her. I I know. I met Sharon over there at Joey's. I love Sharon. Yes. And then um, I went and uh, shopped for some baby stuff and ended up getting something for myself, too. But um, to me, it's also a place where you can get in out of the weather and get some steps in. Yeah. And no, I'm not one of those mall walkers.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> all about the steps. Yes. All about the steps. Yes.
2: But good for what is old always becomes new again. So good for those Gen Zers and, and and those who are the other thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. I like to see. First of all, I always feel like I can get better deals at the malls. Uh, there's something very satisfactory, uh, satisfying, excuse me, about uh, looking at the clearance rack and getting seventy percent off, additionally from the 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 tag price, I mm-hmm. love that. Mm-hmm. You don't get that experience doing it online. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm I'm happy to hear. I, I I know that we were predicting the end of malls right. at one point, and it's nice to see a resurgence.
1: So that's our opinion. Yeah, uh, chef, you,
0: uh, you going to the mall? No. No, I'm not. Like, I might go to the mall once a year, and that's just because there's an REI at the Alderwood Mall that I'll go to when I need something for camping. I think one of the ironies in this story is that they say that Gen Z is such an immediate gratification generation. We're used to, you know, getting everything instantly on our phones. The ultimate gratification for those who need it immediately is shopping in person. Because you get your clothes right now instead of the next day, which you order online. But I I think the thing to me about malls that does make sense, I feel like I can't trust what I buy online anymore. The quality of what I buy online. Mm -hmm. And actually being able to go somewhere that has brands that I can recognize, unlike what's on Amazon, and I can touch and feel it and make sure that it actually fits me. And G, I know you're going to say, but it's so easy to no, return things online.
1: No, no. The thing is, we've been doing this show for four years, and you literally say the same thing about yeah. not trusting the things yeah. you buy. You want to know why you can't trust them? Because chef, you have to pay more than fifteen dollars for the item. That's why you can't trust it. So you're gambling, trying to pay fifteen dollars, twenty dollars for a shirt. a uh, duh. The shirt is terrible. Are you bargain shaming me? No, I'm not. Wow. Are you bargain me? I mean, shaming me? No, I'm just. Tra- Gee, I mean, it's just the same. What argument. happened to the G for the little
2: for the for, for the for the common? man i uh, well chef keeps trying to use that
1: same argument for four
2: years He's correct the, the, the stuff that i'm, buying I'm done online. being inundated
0: with crap okay
1: well stop buying things at 15 dollars. <laughs> you literally it's hard to buy a shirt who could get a shirt for 15 bucks is worth good quality if you go to the mall you can do it where what store
0: <laughs> who pays what? 150 dollars for a gucci shirt saying, you don't have
1: to go right to gucci
0: you don't have to go to Gucci. I'm
1: okay. just saying, what's your, you your mid cheap-
0: what is your mid quality brand? Like mid price point brand that you can buy online that's consistent and shows up to your house in less than two weeks. Name one. That shows up to my house less than two weeks? Yeah. What Amazon's are you tr- next day. What is Most are you other trying companies, like, Eddie most, Bauer, J.Crew, Crew,
2: most,
1: takes two weeks. No, it doesn't. Most companies is gonna take anywhere from you or you can. What what clothing get it free. do you buy online? I, I buy, I buy, I buy Nike. I don't, I don't always buy Gucci, Louis Vuitton, and all those things all the time. I buy normal brands. Matter of fact, I just bought one this morning when I was sitting there on the show. I don't even know what brand it was, but I did. I bought a, <laughs> sh- a, a, a brand today. I don't even know what it's called now. Oh, there it is, right there. There's an order. Vallabla- Vallis. There we uh-huh. go. I just ordered that this morning. It'll be here in three to five business days.
2: Great. And but and you like it and you trust it and I have been exactly where Chef has been where I ordered something and it came in the complete wrong size and was like you know what I just like going to the mall having that experience trying it on seeing I, what it looks like and then I'm good.
1: Can I ask you this though? Uh huh. In 2024, <laughs> if you go to the mall, can you expect to go get a shirt if you're not going to Ross or TJ Maxx for fifteen dollars?
2: 15 bucks, JC JCPenney. Uh, but I see, I go
1: to Ross and TJ Maxx. That's the difference. It's not bad. It's, it's a great place to be. Yeah. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying a lot of times, shirts are more than $15. Yes. Jeans are more than $30 sometimes. Yeah. But there's some people that's like, I don't want to pay over $30 for some jeans. I mean, that's do you know how hard fine. it is for jeans? Jeans fit awful. There's some terrible fits out there. You know what I mean? That's why you got to pay more money for them. Chef, that was fun.
0: Uh, do you go to the mall, Nick? Occasionally. If I don't know what I'm going into, I go to the mall. But sometimes online, if I know the brand, the size, I feel comfortable.
1: All right. Coming up next here on the G and Ursula show. Uh, I i did not have my sheet because I spilled coffee on it earlier when I uh, got all crazy we got and what's had...
2: new at 10. Yeah. Chris Sullivan is gonna join us and you know what he's gonna talk about? One of my favorite topics. What's that? Graffiti.
0: It's G and Ursula.